This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, June 27th, 2021. Behind the music, power, chain breaker. Good morning, Connection Church. Morning here, there, wherever you might be. So good to be with each and every one of you this morning. Uh, It's our final week of our series, Behind the Music, where we take a look at some of the songs that we share here in worship and and look at them a little more closely, the themes of the songs, uh, where the songs come from, scriptural connection, spiritual connection, or day-to-day life connection. And so this morning, we're going to be looking at God's powers expressed in the song, Chain Breaker. Good morning, Connection Church. It is great to be with you right here at 4744 Summit Bridge Road and those of you who are joining us online. Our church's mission is to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers. And we're just honored and blessed that you're here. I'm Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who've been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, I uh, see a really long row over here, Terry. You got a bunch of family here with you? Because it's your birthday, right? Happy birthday to you. What a great gift to bring them all to church. That's awesome. That is. We come for the party. She said we're going to church. Yeah. 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 That's the way it works. Oh, I wasn't invited. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So glad you're here. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Okay, Almighty God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that you've made, a day that we can rejoice and be glad in it as we sang at the beginning of the service. Lord, you're such a good God, and you have brought us together today. It's no accident that anyone is here, no accident that anyone has joined us online, because we know that you can use our time together. So settle us in. Remove any distractions and help us be laser focused on you. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. Amen. So the song Chain Breaker was the debut single, the first single off the debut album, the first album released. That's incredible, the popularity of this song. First song off the first album by a guy named Zach Williams back in 2016. It peaked at number one on the Hot Christian Songs chart for nine weeks. That's a long time to be at number one. He wrote the song along with Jonathan Smith and Mia Fields. Here's what Zach Williams has to say about how this song came about. And online, uh, you're not going to get a sound because Facebook will kick us off for copyright purposes, so you have to read the uh, closed captioning. And so prison ministry was a factor in the formation of this song, Chainbreaker. And, you know, when we think about this, a lot of ministry we do is prison ministry. Here's what I mean. In a sense, we are all prisoners. We are all prisoners of sin until we know the saving power of Jesus Christ. And that's just what this song is about. Let's take a closer look. Mm. If you're walking the same old road, 
for miles and miles. Now, not all roads are bad. I mean, hopefully you took a road to get here. Hopefully this isn't bad for you this morning, but not all roads lead to destruction, but I think the road talked about here, road is the same old road for miles and miles, is the road we traveled before we knew Jesus Christ. Uh, it's a road where the destination is a dead end. Uh, it doesn't lead to life eternal. It's a road that doesn't bring us any closer to God, or a road that, if anything, takes us further from God. It's the broad road that Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. This is the New International Version. Check this out. Jesus said, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road. Check it out, road, that leads to, say the word with me, destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. Yeah, there you go. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voices tell the same old lies. Wow. Same old voices, same old lies. Have you ever had that going on in your head? I know that I have. I think we've all, all heard those voices from time to time. And sometimes it can be the voice of God, and other times it's not. Now, a little uh, secret that's really not so much of a secret to those who know me the most. Um, Sunday mornings sometimes are rough for me. Sometimes I hop up and I get in here and everything's great. And other days, at about 45 minutes before I'm supposed to leave to get here, I end up getting kind of sick to my stomach. And so today was one of those days. I text Barry and I said, it's one of those days. And that means I'm not going to get here on time. And that is very frustrating to me because I'm, I'm all geared up and I'm ready. And then I'm feeling sick. Now people will say, are you nervous? No. It's not that because it only happened. What's going on with you? Well, it could be one of two things. It can be God saying, I'm going to do this smackdown, Carrie. I just want you to know I'm in charge. It's not you up there, so just let me have at it. That could be. Or it could be the voices, the same old voices in my head that say, who do you think you are to be up there? Mm -hmm. Who do you think... You don't have a message. You're not da-da-da-da-da. You're a woman da-da-da-da. And it goes on and on and on. So I just have to rebuke that or say, okay, God, you're in charge. And I'm never quite sure which one it is at the time. And then I get, thank you for nodding. You know what I'm saying, don't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's been like this for 30 years, so I suspect it's not going to be, you know, it's going to continue on it like this. It isn't going away. It isn't going away. <laughs> it's just how it is. And so I accept it, and um, I have to lean on God every step of the way. That same old voice can really mess with us. Mm. 
It's that voice that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that told Adam he was naked and he experienced shame. I talked about shame, I think it was last week. It's the voice that, that tells you, tells me we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not attractive enough, we're not enough enough. It's the voice that songwriter Matthew West um, talks about. He wrote a song ca called Hello, My Name Is. Paul has sung this here a number of times. We just want to share the lyrics with you. Hello, my name is Regret. I'm pretty sure we have met. Every single day of your life, I'm the whisper inside so that that won't let you forget. Hello, my name is Defeat. I know you recognize me. Just when you think you can win, I'll drag you right back down again till you've lost all belief. Mm -hmm. Beautiful thing in that song, he resolves it to be, hello, my name is child of the... Hello, my name is a child of the one true God. Yeah, yeah that's the a, ultimate. Yeah, we should be singing that today. Get rid of today. those voices yeah. and you get to the child of the one new king. If, you're tr uh, if you've been walking the same old road, miles and miles, you've been hearing the same old voice, same old lies, if you're trying to fill the same old holes inside, we all have holes inside. You know, those empty places we're trying to fill with one thing or another, the iconic, any, I couldn't believe, I, I, it was just Father's Day, and I'm really feeling like I, I let my children down, because... My daughter, who was here last service, had never seen Rocky. Rocky won. I, I, I almost have to turn in my dad card. Golly day. Has anybody here ever seen Rocky won? Bless you. Yeah, he's talking about Rocky, and I'm like, hang on, Devin, have you ever seen Rocky? And she's like, nope. And I'm like, oh, no. So I told her I have a summer viewing assignment for her because there was another one. She hadn't seen either, so I got my work. You know, fathers, our work is never finished, is it? It's a lifelong endeavor. Anyway, the iconic Rocky Balboa, he called them gaps, if you remember. You got gaps. I got gaps. We all got gaps, and it's true. We all got gaps, don't we? And we try to fill them usually in all the wrong ways, like Rocky we often try to fill them with relationship with someone else, right? Yo, say with me, Adrian. That's how he tried to fill his gap, didn't he, with Adrian. Now, Devin did know this one, though. She did. Because she knows me. Anybody know Jerry Maguire? No, I recognize Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry. Now, for him, was Dorothy Boyd. You say it with me. You complete me. Remember that line? You complete me. It was very, you know, emotional. It was really, really it sweet. It was very sweet and a tear dropped. And, but the problem is, I'm going to shatter everything right now. No earthly thing can complete us. No earthly thing can complete us. No earthly thing fully, fully fills our gaps, can fill those old holes inside. We try. But it won't. No relationship comes. Sorry, Carrie. I love you. Traveling That's through life too with much you. pressure for me. Let God that, just, you know, be the number that, one. That is too much pressure on any mm -hmm. of us because, you know, we, the hole inside is a God-shaped hole, so nothing else 
can fill it. No uh, relationship, no amount of money. We try to fill it sometimes with money, with uh, position, possession, uh, no job, no car, no house, no nothing, no drug, no illegal, legal drug. Nothing on earth can fill those gaps, those holes inside. Say it with me. Nothing, nothing. can fill those holes. Nothing, nothing can fill. fill those holes. And so... If you've been walking that same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice uh, tell you the same old lies, if you've been trying to fill those holes inside, I'm here to tell you, there's a better life. There's a better life. That's how the song goes. There's a better life. There's a new road. There's a new voice. There is something new that can fill those holes inside. And it's not a something, but it's someone. And his name is Jesus. Jesus and Jesus alone is the one who fills those gaps, fills those holes, gives us a better life. Mm. And then the question is, so who is this Jesus guy? What can he do that's new, that's different, that changes everything? Well, if you've got pain, he's a pain taker. And I'm going to take just a minute here. Because when we come to Christ, we think, okay, he's going to make this, wave this magic wand and everything's going to be wonderful. I'm not going to have any more pain in my life. Isn't that what everybody here who knows Jesus experienced? <laughs> right, right. He's more of a pain sharer, I think. I think he walks with us through the pain and lets us know. How about that we're a burden bearer? A burden bearer. Has anybody felt Jesus share their pain with them? Yeah. That's a, yeah. Sometimes we songs, we just have to make sure we get the theology right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at times he does take the pain away, and sometimes he walks with us and says, I'm here with you. He's a painter. Two weeks ago, we shared this scripture. It bears sharing again in this case. Matthew 11, 28 to 30, New International Version. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened. There's pain there, isn't there? Weary and burdened. And I will give you rest. Gosh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, Jesus says, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. There's a lot of different kinds of pain. I think physical pain is probably the easiest to deal with. Emotional pain is really hard. Psychological, spiritual is, is really difficult. Relational pain Jesus came to walk with us and hold us through that pain. There's a poem called Footprints in the Sand. I know that most of you know that poem, and it's just so beautiful. And we want to share it again just as a reminder of Jesus, who is the pain taker. It's written by Carolyn Joyce Carty. One night a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. 
When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times of his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, my son, my daughter, my precious child, I love you and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, say the rest with me. It was then that I carried you. Such a good reminder that Jesus is with us no matter what. Even when we don't feel it, him, he is there. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. I think at one time or another, most, if not all of us, have been lost. Not sure where we're going. Not sure if we're where we should be. Uh, don't know that we got there when we get there. In Luke chapter 15, one of my favorite chapters of Scripture, I love this chapter, Jesus talks about how important the lost are in the kingdom of God. He talks about a lost sheep, he talks about a lost coin, he talks about a lost son. And, and, and um, the lost sheep and the lost coin are found the lost boy comes home. And so in a sense, he's found as well. There's a celebration in all three cases. They celebrate when they find the sheep. They celebrate when they find the lost coin because of the value. And they definitely celebrate. They have a big party. The, old, the father has a big party for the lost son. Jesus says, you know, in the same way, there would be a a the angels will celebrate in heaven when one who is lost is found. When one of us who is far from God, who does not know who Jesus Christ is, when, when that person comes to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, there's a party in heaven. That's how important it is for the lost to be found. That's what Jesus is all about. It's all about the lost, the least, the last, and the lost, and come into a relationship with him. In fact, he doesn't just care about the lost. He makes a way. Just like God the Father made a way through the Red Sea. Remember, the Egyptians were coming up behind. The Red Sea was ahead. It's like, hello, no way out, right? We always got to remember when there's no way, God gives us a way. When there's no way, the Old Testament name for God, there's Yahweh, and Yahweh always finds a way. Jesus finds a way for us when we're lost, when we've lost our way. 
And in fact, Jesus just doesn't find the way. He is the way. You know, when Jesus was preparing his disciples for life without him, he was near the end of near the time he was going to go to the cross, he was spend some time with them. And he said to them, he said, um, that um, he told them that in his father's house there were many rooms and he was going to prepare a place for them. We often share this as funerals. You've probably heard this before, John 14. I'm going to prepare a place for him. He said, if I go to prepare a place for you, I come back for you and take you with me. And he told them the, the way to the place where he was, that they knew where he was going, they knew the way to the place he was going. And Thomas, you always got to love Thomas because he just says what everybody else is thinking. He says that they didn't know where he was going, and how could they know the way? And then Jesus says this, John 14, 6 and 7. Jesus answers, answered them and said, I am the way and the truth and the life. I am the way. You know, when, you, when, when, when somebody asks you directions... There's a couple things you can do. You can tell them how to get there, right? You go down uh, Broad Street, take right, take left, no, no. Or you can jump in a car with them and show them. Well, Jesus didn't just tell them or show them. He told them that he was the way. It's through him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And here's the thing. Here's a challenging one for us. This is a real challenge because listen to what it says. No one. Doesn't say some, doesn't say men. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, Jesus said, you will know my Father as well. Like Father, like Son, there's a very strong resemblance in there. (laughs) From now on, you do know him, and you've seen him because you've seen me, Jesus said. Jesus is the way. He's the way maker. The song continues. If you need freedom or saving, he's a prison-shaking savior. Hello. If you've got chains, he's a chain breaker. This song talks about freedom in Christ. We experience true freedom in Jesus Christ. Jesus offers us salvation from ourselves. I mean, I am my own worst enemy most of the time. I need Jesus to save me, to rescue me. The shackles of sin hold us down. We read this in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But then here's the great news, we are all justified. He comes when we invite Jesus into our hearts, into our lives, to be the leader of our life. We are shored up, we are made right, we are justified, just as if I'd never sinned. And we receive that grace and that redemption. We're redeemed by the blood of Christ. Jesus traded his life for ours, that redemption. I love that word redemption because I love the fact that Jesus saved me from myself. If you've got chains, Jesus is here to unlock those chains, to bust them wide open, and it's Jesus and Jesus alone who is the chain breaker. Yeah, we can get all this psychology today stuff, and we, I believe in counseling. I think it's really, really important. But Jesus is the chain breaker. It's through the blood of Jesus Christ who brings us to freedom from sin. 
And we can find no one else but Jesus to do that. We all search for the light of day and the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fight. Anybody worn out from the same old fight or has been at yeah. one time or another? Hello. We've all run to things we know just ain't right. There's a better life. There's a better life. Maybe you've had what I call one of those dark nights of the soul. I know I have. One of those nights where you know, it just felt like it would never end and you just feel like you're never going to climb out of that pit where you just can't wait for the light of day of that morning to dawn. I think sooner or later we all feel that darkness at one point or another. And like I said, maybe you're worn out. I know a lot of people are at this point and this whole COVID thing's been a real drainer, but you know, it's not just COVID. It's life. Sometimes life is just a drain. Life is difficult. Can I get an amen? Amen. Do you want to? Yeah, a uh, long time ago when we were both in ministry trying, we're going to seminary and four kids and life was pretty crazy. <laughs> and pretty crazy. <laughs> the house was for sale and I was unhappy. Um, I went to a psychologist and, uh, you know, why, why, why is all that blah, blah, blah. And he just handed me Scott Peck's book, the first three words, life is difficult. I'm like, oh, okay. Hello. Actually, though, that was some of the three most helpful words that he could have shared with me because I wanted it to be perfect. Especially since we were like given our lives. <laughs> but that's not how it is. But life is difficult. But Jesus, the chain breaker, the way maker, makes this difficult life so wonderful to be a part of. Scott Peck's book, The, Light, uh, the Road Less Traveled. Yes. The road, first three words life is difficult. Round and round and round. The same old fights over and over, like a merry-go-round that just won't stop and let you off. And maybe you've run, <laughs> not away from things, but towards things. And as he says here, things we know just ain't right, things we shouldn't have run toward, things we should have run away from, should have avoided, things that aren't good for us. But we didn't. How often do we run right into that? Right into them. We've all been there one time or another. Yeah. Here's the thing. Dead of night. Same old fight. Things just not right. There's a better life. There's a better life. And Jesus has the power to give us that better life. He's got the power to break the chains that keep us shackled up, that imprison us. Those chains of sin, those chains of sorrow and of regret and of shame. And he's got the power to be the chain breaker, the change maker. Wow, this new life that Jesus gives us when we invite him in, when we open ourselves up to the saving relationship that he died on the cross for, 2 Corinthians 5.17, this is one of our go-to scriptures. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. 
The new life has begun. And here's the thing, too, for me. Chain breaker, uh, change maker, we invite him in. I invited Jesus in, you know, a lot of years ago, and I know some of you have as well. But we get to do that every day, every single day, to, to reach out. And, and I think sometimes the longer we walk with them, the more we realize, whoo, I can't handle this, or the, you know, the more I know, the less I know, really. But the more I'm in awe of who God is. Hmm. Chain breaker, way maker. And then we come to the bridge of the song. You know, there's songs that have a verse, of course. Sometimes they have this little bridge, just a little extra part there. And this bridge is, is just powerful. If you believe it, if you receive it, if you can feel it, Somebody testify, somebody say so, somebody, you know, give me a witness, an amen. Let me just hear, can you guys say amen? amen. Good, you said it like you meant. I didn't hear you guys at home. Type it in. Amen, capitals. Let me say this, Jesus is a gentleman. And what I mean by that is he doesn't force himself on anyone. He doesn't force him, but Jesus is persistent. Very persistent. That's because he doesn't give up on anyone. Because Jesus is the chain breaker. We read in Revelation 3.20, if you've been in the disciple class, we just, talk, we just read this last week, didn't we? Revelation 3.20, the New International Version. Here I am, Jesus stands. There's a great picture of this. It's got him kind of in a garden with this wooden door. And if you look closely, there's no handle on his side. There's a reason for that. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and, and eat with that person and they with me. Eat a meal. A meal is that time of connection, a time of communion, a time of where we, you know, when we had family dinner growing up, our, our kids had family dinner with us when they were growing up. That's when you share, isn't it? That's the probably the most important time of the day with the family, because that's when you kind of connect. You know, it's not so much about the meal, but it's the conversation and the talking with each other, getting to know each other, what happened. Jesus keeps knocking and keeps knocking and keeps knocking and keeps knocking. Because he isn't going to give up on you. He isn't going to give up on me. Just as um, he would leave the 99 sheep for the one, right? You know, if you're the one, he's going to leave the 99 who are saved if you don't know him yet, and he's going to come for you, because that's how important each and every one of us is. And he's going to keep knocking, knocking, knocking. If you haven't opened the door, you're going to keep knocking. Maybe today's the day. Open it. There's no handle on his side. You open the door. Doesn't need to be. He can walk right through he it. He can walk through it. But the point is, you got to open, you know, you can't earn salvation, but you can sure block it. You can say, no, thank you, Lord. I think I'm better off by myself. Mm. You think about it, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? That sounds downright goofy. But how often do we do that? Lord, I, I think I know better than you do. You know, today's a, a day, it, it, I'm, I'm realizing these steps, this carpet has been, it's way too fresh. 
that no knees have hit this carpet, very few knees for a year and a half. See, God loves it when we're on our knees because that's our vulnerable position. That's when I have knee replacement. My knees, it hurts a little bit, when I, but I need to get on my knees too, even if it hurts a little bit because God loves it when we're on our knees. You know, this whole COVID thing here and at home, we've gotten lazy. I'm just going to be honest, haven't we? We've gotten complacent. We've gotten comfortable. Yeah, I'm talking to you guys at home. If you're in your jammies with your coffee, with the, talked to somebody yesterday, said, you know, I've just gotten real complacent. I like to prop my feet up on the couch and drink my coffee watching church. Hey, can everybody just stand up for a minute? We didn't do this first service. You guys get the bonus here. At home, I can't see you, but stand up. Get up off the couch. Get up off the couch, okay? This is the first step to stop being complacent, to stop being comfortable. We, we've gotten way too comfortable in COVID world, okay? All right, you can all sit back down now. Go ahead and sit down. Sit down at home. But that's the first step. If you're going to come up and pray on the steps, the first thing you do is got to get up, right? And today when we pray, guys at home, please Get off the couch and get on your knees. You can turn toward the couch, but get on your knees and just give God your best. Today, I'm going to encourage you. Come up and pray on the steps. You can keep three feet between you. Who's in the prayer corner back there? Uh, is that Sabina back Sabina, there? Sabina, you back there? No, I don't see. Donna, can you pray with people back there? Or we've got... You can be there, right there. Can you pray with people? Dynamite. Victor? Fantastic. Okay, thank you, Victor. Don't be afraid to go back to prayer corner. We'd love to pray with you. Kevin's back there, too. He's a prayer. All right. Well, that means we can, uh, we can have more than one person go back to the prayer corner. Yep. Why am I doing all this? It's because we got to get out of complacency. Uh, we got to give our best. And if, if you have a personal relationship with Jesus, as, as Carrie said, every day is a new day. It doesn't mean we lose our salvation, but we have to connect and say, Lord, thank you. Today's a great day to say thank you, Lord, for my salvation. You can do it from your seats. You can turn around and kneel at your seat. You can kneel up here. You can kneel in the corner, but take some time during that last song and personally give God something. And if you don't know a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, why do you want to put it off another moment? That doesn't make sense. He's the way maker. He's the chain breaker. He get rid of them chains. Come on up. Lord, I give you my life in the back. Lord, I give you my life. And if you, if you give your life to Christ today, share it with somebody. It's too good to keep to yourself. Yeah. If you believe it, if you receive it, if you can feel it, somebody test. Can I have an amen? Can I have one more? Amen. If you're at home, type it in. Amen. Amen. Lord, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for each one here, those at home. Thank you for those who could not be here. Lord, I pray your Holy Spirit be, I know it's indwelled in these people. Please help them realize your very presence today. And for those who don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, Lord, please make today today. Please help us to know your very presence, to give our lives to you, to say, Lord, I am yours. I need you. I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I can't save myself. Lord, please come into my life. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. 
And all those gathered said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.